Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here uh, to break down the four game CSGO main slate on Thursday. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sport, daily fantasy sports slates, esports including Call of Duty, League of Legends, and this one, Counter-Strike CSGO. Um, also, again, just want to say thank you guys for all support. We are at 3.41 thousand subscribers now on YouTube. If you guys enjoy this free content, um, if you could leave a like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Those things do help me out to continue to grow this channel. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and review would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we end up players and the prices for this four-game slate, what we can do is we can look back at my lineup here from Wednesday's slate. So Wednesday was, you know, I, I was on the, the right teams, just didn't get the right players, basically. So, obviously, you know, I went with a lot of the favorites, um, but the way I wanted to differentiate myself in tournaments was I left $600 on the table. I felt like that would give me a pretty unique lineup. Again, normally my, my strategy for GPPs is play a lot of the, uh, the chalk, and maybe get different one or two spots. For this lineup, I, I basically, you could argue, played all the chalk, but I just left a decent amount of money on the table. Um, so, yeah, I went with Nico and Rain there for phase. They did win 2-0. But it was Cold Zero and Brokey that, that you really wanted. They were the best plays on phase, which is really frustrating, uh, to be honest. Very tilting, because I have played Cold Zero and Brokey a lot recently. They continue to let me down, finally get off them. They have the best game. It seems like it always works out that way. Uh, but not saying Nico is bad, right? 103 in the captain spot uh, is is pretty pretty okay. Uh, you expect probably a little bit more. And then Rain was good for his price, too. But it was just, you know, Cold and Brokey were, were a little bit better. Now, Breeze was a little bit of letdown there, too, for um, EG. Even though they did win 2-0, only 33 and 32, 47 fancy points. I expected a little bit more from him. He was, I think, he was my favorite player on the EG side. I did, like, obviously him and Cirque, but I liked him a little bit better for his price. He was definitely a little bit of a letdown today. Uh, Hunter, Kenny S., they won 2-0, but it was actually Nexa that had the best game. Um, and then Jax actually had a pretty good game as well. Uh, then I went with Tabson. You know, him and Xantars were my favorite plays there. Xantars was a slightly better play, but Tabson was really good for his price. Um, all in all, yeah, it was just I fell a little bit short here. Um, you know, if Nico could have a, a little bit better game, right, more of his uh, upside, right, maybe the 90, 100 fantasy point in the flex spot type game, and then a breeze gets me like 60, 70, it's probably a different day. But like I said, it was it was next that I wanted of us three. I want Hunter and Kenny S. I want Nico and Rain. It was really cold and brokey. So I was on the right teams, but just didn't get the right guys. Um, so yeah, fell a little bit short uh, today. Hopefully you guys had a little bit of better luck. Um, again, did not play cash games once again. I know I keep telling myself that, so I'm curious. I don't think I don't think it's what a cash actually because there's a lot of high scores. But yeah, all in all, it was just. It, you know, all the all the chalk kind of hit, and I was not on, I I was not on the right guys. Right, I needed Nexa, I needed Cole, I needed Brokey. So, um, yeah, that's where the look back there of Wednesday slate. So now let's talk about this four game Thursday slate. Um, first look at the odds. Once again, we don't have the early game on there, Heroic and Fanatic, so you don't have to worry about that. We have Godsent and OG. Uh, Godsent minus one thirty favorites, and this one a pick 'em. Basically, we have North and NIP. NIP minus 312 favorites. I know North has been struggling, but I don't think, I don't personally don't think NIP should be that big of favorites. 
Um, and then we have Fury versus Cloud9, two of my favorite teams to play for DFS. You know, I, you guys know I really like playing floppy. I mean, I'm usually pretty high on the Fury guys too. We have Fury minus 294 favorites. Um, again, I, I think Fury should be favorites, but maybe not by that much. And then 100 Thieves Gen G. This is a line I disagree with. I think it should be higher. I think 100 Thieves should probably be minus 200, maybe even minus 250 favorites, to be honest. They've been in pretty good form. Gen G's been, been struggling. So this is one where I, I feel a little bit better about 100 Thieves, even though they only are minus 154 favorites. So let's talk about the first game here. Let's talk. Let's start with the OG side. So this OG team has been a little bit hard to break down because they're very up and down. Uh, they were on a huge losing streak for a while. Now they've won a good amount. They did just lose to Vitality. But um, yeah, like I said, they when they're clicking, they can beat some of the better teams definitely in the world. When they're not playing well, we see it. We saw it, right? They were on a huge losing streak. So a little bit tricky, but um, the price tags look pretty good, and especially in a guy like Mantu at 7.6K. For the number one guy on the team being under 8K, and for him having these type of numbers, like right, 0.73 kills from 0.59 deaths from, he has the ability to really take over. And if OG wins this game, it's most likely going to be because of Mantu. So I like him a lot at his price. I know they're slight underdogs. That really doesn't worry me too much. I really, really like his price tomorrow. So he is honestly one of my favorite plays um, of the day. The other options here with Valde, um, I think it would be Valde and Issa next to me. Valde at 6.8K. Again, I think that looks pretty good. These OG guys, to be honest, are, are a little bit underpriced. 0.67 kills round, 0.63 deaths round. I think he is the number two on this team. And then you have Issa. It just seems a little bit underpriced, right? At a price of 5.8K. Coming in slightly positive, 0.65 and 0.64 as far as kills per on deaths per round. So those are three guys I would look to here on the OG side. Um, I think all three make for pretty good plays. I don't even mind going with like a two-man OG stack if you want to. Um, again, I know they're slight underdogs, but this one's basically a pick em, in my opinion. I think it could go either way. So I do like the price of a decent amount on those OG guys. Now let's talk about the Godsent side, and it's, uh, I, DraftKings has really been frustrating me because I want to play Farleg. Like Farleg is one of the guys that I really like playing DFS, but they continue to price him up, and they price him up even more now to 10.4K. Like, uh, it, it's tricky. Like, I don't think if you're playing cash games, you can get to him at that price. I think he's just a contrarian GPP option. He's definitely overpriced, probably about $1,000 overpriced in my opinion, so he's definitely not an optimal play. But we know, like, if you've been watching CSGO for a while now, you know Farley is a guy that can take over games. We saw it. I forget what game it was. I want to say maybe against Fnatic, where he put up like 100, 150. I think he had a really good game against Mouse Esports, too. Um, I mean, he has that potential, like, that, that type of upside, right, to put up over 100 fantasy points. It's just you're going to have to overpay for him in the slate. And, um, yeah, that, that'll definitely differentiate yourself. He's going to be low-owned, but not someone I could get to for cash. Now, the other three plays in this team actually look pretty good. Zen, Madden, Steiko at 7.27 and 6.6K respectively. That looks really good. And the reason why is because Crystal is so bad that it makes those other, other guys in the team have to do more. Right? Crystal has terrible numbers. 0.5 kills per round, 0.71 deaths per round. That's one of like the worst stats you'll see on one of these... like what, top 25, top 30 teams? Like, that is absolutely terrible. But the good thing is, with him being so bad, it, ha it makes up, you know, other guys have to do more in the team. 
So Staiko has positive KD, 0.7 and 0.67. Zen, 0.7 and 0.65. Madden, 0.74 and 0.69. All three are pretty similar plays. And obviously Farley is, uh, I think, the best play on the team, but he's the most expensive. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of like the price on the on the, the mid guys here uh, at Godson, right? The mid tier. Zen, Madden, Staiko all look really, really good to me. Um, again, kind of like those OG guys. So I think you can find some value in, in this game, whether it be those mid-tier guys in the Godsend side, whether it be Mantu or maybe Issa on the OG side. I just think there are some pretty appealing prices in this game. All right, next let's move on to North and NIP. Um, so yeah, again, this one is coming in NIP. Pretty big favorites, minus, three to- minus 312. I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, both teams have been kind of limping into this one. Both teams have won two of the last five. Um, North actually did win... Uh, their most recent matchup, but that was in 2019. So don't know how much weight you can really put to that. Um, yeah, like I said, this one, I think it should be a little bit closer than, you know, NIP being, what, what was it, minus 312 favorites. I still think they probably should be favorites, but not by that much. So let's first start with the north side here. The prices in the north, guys, it's just, again, DraftKings is just overpricing these guys. Like AZ, is overpriced. MSL is way overpriced. Do I want to get to Cajun B, Gate, or Chris 2 for value on the slate? Probably not. So it, it's tricky, right? I'm pro- I don't think I'm going to get to those value guys. MSL is way overpriced. I think the only guy I'm considering is AZ, but he's in the same exact territory as Farlick. Like, I want to play both those guys. I want to, but DraftKings overpriced him. Like, it's hard for me to get to 9.6K AZ on the slate. When you have, what, 7.6K Mantu, right? Or some of those godsend guys I listed off. So unless you're trying to get super contrarian, it just doesn't make sense to me. So there's not a whole lot really I'm liking on the north side. I think AZ as a one-off more dart throw, to be honest. And GPPs, man, kind of like Farley. But I don't think I'm going to get to anyone. I, would, I don't think you should consider any of these guys for cash games. On the NIP side, so... Now we get some interesting prices here. We have Plopsky at 8.8, Rez at 7.4, Twist at 7.2, and you have Nock, who's been playing the best recently, at 7K. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So I think clearly your cash game play, your optimal play here on the NIP side is definitely Nock. Um, he's one of my favorite plays of the day there at that price point. Um, he's got the best numbers on his team, and he is almost the cheapest play. 0.72 kills round, 0.64 desk round. You have Plopsky at 0.69 and 0.65, Rez at 0.69 and 0.68, Twist at 0.63 and 0.63, then Hampus negative there at 0.63 and 0.71. Yeah, you know, going over those numbers, going off how players have been playing recently, it doesn't make sense for Nock to be 7K when you have Twist above him, Rez above him, and Plopsky way above him. So, yeah, Nock is definitely my favorite play here. He's going to be the most popular uh, on this team, definitely, uh, in my opinion. Um, I think Twist and Rez are interesting, right? You're going to see a lot of ownership go to Knock. So maybe if you want to get different, you can go to one of those guys. Because, you know, the downside of this team is they're a little, they're a little bit more balanced, right? They don't really have a, a key, like, go-to guy. Sure, Knock's been playing the best recently as the best numbers, but it's not like a Zywa. It's not like a Nico, where we know most of the time the production is going to come from them. And NIP, it really could come from anyone. Even Hampus has had decent games, too, a 5.2K, but I don't think I'm going to get to him in the slate. I don't think we have to go there. Like, I don't think we need those super value plays in the slate, to be honest, where there's a lot of really good plays in the mid-7K range, even the 6K range. So, 
yeah, again, Knock, I really like. Twist and Res uh, are definitely piqued my interest. A little bit more contrarian, though, because I think Knock is the optimal play. Plops get 8.8. You're going to have to overpay from. Again, I, I kind of put them in that range. AZ, Farleg, they're still viable. They can still have upside, right? It's kind of comparable to Brolon today, right? I mentioned him. I liked him, but he was just, you know, a priced about right, maybe a little overpriced. I said that in my, in my last video, and he had a great day, even though Fnatic lost 2-0. Uh, but that's kind of how I feel about some of these guys. Like, they can have the upside to break a slate, but you're going to have to overpay for some of these guys. Um, now let's talk about Furia and uh, C9. Again, two of my favorite teams to target, uh, if you guys have been following my CSGO videos recently. Um, Furia, minus, almost minus 300 favorites. Yeah, again, I don't know if they should be that big of favorites, to be honest. I think this one should be a little bit closer. Furia have not been the best recently after I said... What they were, I, I thought they were the best team in CSGO a couple weeks ago. They've kind of been letting me down, making me look like an idiot. Um, but yeah, this one, in my opinion, I think it will be a little bit closer than those odds. Um, Furia does have the advantage here, 4-2 to two in the head-to-head -head, uh, series. But yeah, let's let's take a look at the prices now for Furia. So with Caserato 9.2, Henny at 8.2, Yuri at 7.8k. Normally, when Furia is on a slate, we have those three guys priced about the same. Now you're getting a pretty big difference with Case Rado and Henny and Case Rado and Yuri. So I, I think it's pretty clear for me for cash games, it's going to be Yuri, Henny, then Case Rado. Like Yuri's definitely my favorite play. I'm going to go with the cheapest. And when he is $1,400 cheaper than Case Rado, doesn't make sense for me to get to Case Rado unless you want to get super uh, contrarian in GPPs. And all three of those guys have very similar numbers. We kind of know where the production's coming from those from this team. It has been those three guys. Henny, 0.7 kills round, 0.57 deaths round. Uh, Case Rado, 0 0.7 and 0 0.57 as well. And then Yuri, 0 0.74 and 0 0.61. So again, you could argue Yuri does have the best numbers. And he is cheaper than Case way cheaper than Case Rado, cheaper than Henny. Um, so yeah, for cash games, I'd rank him Yuri, Henny, then Case Rado. Uh, I think you can consider Art at 6.4K. He's been in pretty good form. He's The last few games Fury's been playing, he's kind of been carrying the team at times. So... Sure, he doesn't have the best overall numbers the last three months, but those numbers are his numbers are slowly getting better. Almost even now, 0.71 kills from 0.74 deaths from. So he's clearly a guy that, if you just look at those numbers, you know he's in a lot of gunfights. But if you watch the games, again, he's always the one initiating gunfights. He's normally the one, um, you know, you know, pushing through smokes, being aggressive. So yeah, I have some interest in Art because he's been playing well. And we've seen when he's clicking, right, when he's getting those first bloods, he can have a pretty big game. So I think he's in play at that price. Vinny at 5K, I think makes for an interesting value play because they are, Fury are pretty big favorites. I think you can go that way. And personally, I don't know if we have to do it because there's so many good plays in the 7K range, even the 6K range, that I, I'm kind of liking the more balanced approach in this slate. So the, if you want to go more stars and scrubs, right? If you want to overpay for AZ, if you want to overpay for Farleg, maybe overpay for Plopsky or, or Caserata, right? If that's the way you want to get different, you're probably going to have to take a shot on, on a cheaper guy. You know, the cheaper guys I, I consider usually are, are on teams that I feel confident can win 2-0. So yeah, Fury are pretty big favorites. Um, wouldn't mind going there to like Vinny at uh, 5K. And what you're hoping for there is the 2-0 sweep. On the Cloud9 side, so... We have OC at 8K, uh, Floppy at 7.4K. 
a $600 difference there, I'm going to give that to Floppy. I still, again, he they have pretty similar numbers, those two guys. Um, and I just think the Floppy is the better player. 0.75 kills round, 0.68 deaths round. OC coming at 0.72 and 0.62. So, again, very similar. OC uses the op, um, whereas Floppy is kind of the guy that is going to be on his power, position, power positions. Again, kind of like a hunter uh, on G2. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty similar plays, but I'm going to go prefer uh, Floppy if you're going to make me choose. I think you can play both if you want to. Both look decent for their respective prices, but both, uh, I mean, the C9 side in general is just going to be low on because they're, you know, if you're just looking at those odds, they're pretty big under, uh, underdogs. But personally, I think this game will be closer. I even think C9 has a chance to win, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I have interest in Floppy, and I like that price a good amount. Sonic and the MOTM. Um, Again, my kind of breakdown with these guys is they're very similar similar plays. It always seems like one of those two has a big game. Um, usually, I give the edge to MOTM. I think I'm going to give the edge to MOTM once again with a $400 discount off of Sonic. But again, both are pretty similar. Both hovering around a 1.0 KD. Um, MOTM slightly negative. Negative Sonic uh, just even there. So yeah, both 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 those guys are very very similar. JT at 4.8 is a stay away for me on this slate. Um, lastly, let's talk about Gen G and 100 Thieves. So, if you just look at the odds, this one is projected to stay um, the closest besides that uh, God sent an OG game. I disagree with this one. Um, I think 100 Thieves should be uh, favored more. I think at minus 200, maybe even minus 250. So, the Gen G side, uh, automatic Bentent Kusta, 7.6, 7.4, 7.2K respectively. I just think that they're, they're priced right, right? They're underdogs in this one. They've been struggling as a team. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm not super, super excited about this team, to be honest. Um, as you guys can tell, I, I like the 100 Thieves side a lot more. So if you want to get to all those guys, who's my favorite? I, I think for his price probably would be Kusta because he's the cheapest. Um, he's been in, I think, the best form recently over, what, the last month or so. So I would go Kusta if I was going to play some on the Gen G side. Some daps or stayaways from me, but all in all, I'm just not super fond of this side. I like the hundred these hundred these side a lot more. So let's take a look at the hundred these prices here, and the prices in these guys look really good. I think this is my favorite team to target on this slate. Um, up there, definitely with you know the OG guys. I think are underpriced. Even some of those Godsent guys are underpriced, but. The 100 Thieves guys seem really underpriced. Again, I, th I feel more confident they can win this game. I think they should be um, favored more. So um, if we look at the prices, JKS at 7.8, Gratis Faction at 6.8, Jakeem 6.4, Laya 6.2, AZR 6K. Um, you know, I guess the downside with this team is they're a little bit more of a balanced roster. You know, kind of like NIP, we've seen games, you know, a guy like Lias has been in, in pretty good form recently. AZR has had some decent games, but yeah, JKS is, is clearly the best play for now looking at prices, right? If you just look at those numbers, 0.75 kills round, 0.61 deaths round. Uh, Jakeem, 0.7 and 0.68 as far as kills round, deaths round. Then Gratis Faction, 0.71 and 0.66. So, I mean, if I was going to rank these plays, I think it would be. I don't know, that's close to Jakeem and Gratis Faction now that they're so close. It might be Gratis Faction 1, Jakeem 2, JKS 3, but Lias and AZR, again, I think they're in play too. All in all, I, I really think you can make an argument for any of these 100 Thieves guys. Again, kind of said the same thing about FaZe today. Uh, I said the same thing about with G2, I think. But yeah, the prices look pretty good on these 100 Thieves guys. So I have interest in everyone. 
I think, you know, Gratisfaction, Jakeem, for the prices are probably my favorite plays, but I like JKS a lot under 8K. Lias and Azar have had good games as well. So, yeah, all in all, uh, I do really like this 100 Thieves side uh, for the slate tomorrow. Um, all right, let's talk about cash games on the slate. So, yeah, my kind of optimal build, uh, I think, is the balance approach. There's a lot of good plays in that, again, 7K to, to 6K range. So, I think, you know, guys are considered for cash games. I know I know this first game's close, but Mantu looks pretty good for his price. I think, honestly, those three guys in the mid-tier there for Godsent are all viable. North, I don't think I'd look to anyone there for cash games since they've been struggling. I think AZ is the only one in GPPs, but still not even too excited about that. And the NIP side is definitely knocked for me at 7K. That really stands out as a good play. Furia, it's going to be Yuri for me. Uh, I think that that really stands out. Again, where you get a $1,400 difference off of him and Caserato, it's definitely Yuri is my favorite cash game play in Furia. On the C9 side, it's going to be floppy for me at 7.4K. Again, I think it looks pretty good for a guy that is, in my opinion, the best player on the team. Genji, sure, I think you can consider Kusta, but again, I like the 100 Thieves side a lot. So for cash games, personally, like I think I, I would try to get two of these 100 Thieves guys in there. I like the prices a lot in those guys. Um, so that's kind of how I would go about, you know, cash game approach. There's just a lot of good plays in the mid-tier. Um, for GPP, sure, you can get different, right? Do you want to overpay for a guy like Farlig, who definitely can break the slate if he's playing well? Like, if Farlig is on his game, he can put up over 100 fancy points. Um, and he's going to be low-owned, right? Maybe a guy like AZ, he's going to get no ownership because North has been struggling. He's overpriced. Or maybe you go... NIP, but overpay for Plopsky to get different, right? Or overpay for Caserato. There's a lot of different ways you can get different. Um, but if you go that direction, you're probably going to have to take a shot on a cheap guy. If I was going to take a shot on a cheap guy, probably 100 Thieves guys. One of those 100 Thieves guys, or maybe a Vinny, right? Because they are um, you know, pretty big favorites there for uh, if you're just looking at the odds. Um, but yeah, I think that's really going to do it for today's video, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you liked this video. Subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. Those things do really help me out to continue to grow this channel. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, again, a five-star rating and review would be greatly appreciated. Um, also, if you guys are interested in PGA uh, DFS, we have a Millionaire Maker starting tomorrow morning for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I do have a video up as well as a cheat sheet uh, going over all the important stats. I post that to my Twitter if you guys don't follow me there. It's in the description below, which is DK underscore underscore DFS. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you in the next video.